guys, I want to thank you for joining me today on The Father's Heart. Uh, my name is Dave Campbell Jr. And I hope that today, uh, after listening, you're challenged, you're blessed, and you're encouraged in the Lord. And everything that I'm going to share with you as I spend time with the Lord, as I pray, as I seek Him, as I spend time in His Word, these are the things that I simply want to share with you. And I pray it's a blessing to you. God bless. Well, guys, thank you for uh, joining me here on the Father's Heart Podcast. And tonight, I'm going to uh, look at a prayer for Joe Biden. And this prayer is not only for him, but it's really for every corrupt leader and wicked politician in our nation. I personally live in the state of New York. The woman who sits in the seat of authority in our state is a wicked woman. And you might say, well, how do you know they're wicked? just have to look at leaders, you have to look at their policies and the effect they have on the people that they lead. And when you look at Joe Biden, you look at Kamala Harris, when you look at Hochul in New York and you look at the guy out in California, Gavin Newsom, and there's others. These are wicked people. And you know, as Christians, we uh, may wonder how are we supposed to do it? How are we supposed to deal with this? Cuz I often in these times that we live in, I, I think of the Apostle Paul, I think of the times he lived in under the Roman Empire under Nero. I think about the persecution that Christians went through, and I think about these things often. And I want to read for you what's something that Paul wrote out of 1 Timothy chapter 2. And he wrote this to Timothy, he says, Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplication, prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified to be testified in due time, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle. I am speaking the truth in Christ and not lying, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. Paul understood that leaders need prayer. And tonight on this uh, episode, I'm going to uh, be praying for a president at this time. But it's probably a prayer that's a little different than you're used to. Because do I hate Joe Biden? The question is, the answer is no. Do I hate Catherine Hochul? The answer is no. But I look throughout Israel's history, and I, what I often, my mind, in this time that we live in, I think about the prophet Elijah. And during his day, Ahab was king of northern Israel. His wife was Jezebel. They were incredibly wicked. And God rose up Elijah uh, to confront the wickedness of his day. And when you are dealing with wicked leaders, one of the things we must always remember is that people who are lost, people who are wicked, they are lost sheep without a shepherd. Now, there are those who are lost that God is still reaching out to, that God is knocking on the doors of their heart, but there are those who are so wicked and so corrupt 
that God has given them over to wickedness, that they are beyond salvation, that they are beyond conviction, that their conscience has been seared as a hot iron, and they are storing up wrath for themselves when they stand before Jesus Christ. And some of these leaders uh, who fill the halls of America, I believe these are some of these people. I believe the reason why they're clearly okay with slaughtering the unborn, they're clearly okay with not protecting the innocent who are victims of human trafficking, they're clearly okay with things that go on with illegal immigration, they're clearly okay of taking advantage of the black community simply to get their vote and to keep them in slavery to government through welfare and other assistance programs. They're clearly okay with so many things that destroy human lives because they don't care. They are wicked. They are evil. And, you know, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is against powers and principalities. And behind these wicked people, there is the influence of the enemy. There is the influence of Satan. And so it's very important in this hour that as Christians that we are praying, that we are seeking the living God, that we don't look at what is happening in America and feel like everything is lost because it's very easy in this time to become discouraged. It's very easy in this time to want to throw in the towel. It's very easy in this time to feel like there is no hope because honestly things are incredibly wicked. And with the vaccine mandates and people losing their jobs, kids going to school every day with masks on, there's just so many things that are wrong about our world. Now, I, I will say this. We must remember as Christians that Jesus is coming again. He's coming a second time. And in Matthew 24, when Jesus lays out the signs that would precede his coming, it, it speaks of an escalation of things on the earth. Jesus talks about nation rising against nation. He talks about the rise of false prophets. What I actually want to do is I want to read for you uh, Matthew 24. And I want to read for you verses 1 through 14. Because when you hear these verses, um, it really speaks to what has gone on throughout history. But it, it speaks to an escalation as we continue to move towards the time of tribulation and wrath that is coming on the earth. God's wrath is coming to the earth. And the reason that God's wrath is coming to the earth, God's judgment is coming to the earth, is the wickedness of man. We live in a generation of people that believe that man is inherently good. They believe that somehow they can earn their way to salvation, that somehow they can do enough good work, somehow they don't need a living God. And the truth is, is that man is inherently wicked, that man becomes more wicked by the day. And as wickedness uh, increases on the earth, what it does is it invites the wrath of God because God is perfectly righteous and just. Because God is perfectly righteous and just, he must fully deal with wickedness and sin. And when we see people like Jeffrey Epstein and others, we wonder, you know, Jeffrey <coughs> Jeffrey Epstein abused all these women. And he abused all these women and then he goes to prison. And then he supposedly hangs himself, and that's it. But that's not the end of the story. Jeffrey Epstein right now is uh, suffering in a place of torment. And someday, he will stand before Jesus Christ in judgment. 
and he will be cast into the lake of fire. And the suffering that he is going to experience in all eternity is beyond anyone's comprehension. Because on this earth, when people do things that are wicked, God in his mercy gives them opportunity to repent. God in his mercy gives them opportunity to turn from their sin. But when they reject the mercy and the grace of Almighty God, the only thing they are left with is the terrifying judgment and wrath of God that is coming. So this is what Jesus says when he was talking to the disciples about his return. It says, Then Jesus went out and departed. This is Matthew 24, verse 1 through 14. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. Jesus said to them, Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be? What will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. And many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and the end will come. So what we see as we move towards the return of Jesus Christ, there is an escalation of events that uh, has happened throughout history. And, and we are, that's what many in this hour, in this generation, they are sensing. Um, there's much that is going on. There's much that God is shaking. And honestly, all it points to is the return of Jesus Christ. And I would encourage anyone, if you're listening to this at any time, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ, I'm going to uh, encourage you to do that with everything that's within me. Because the only thing that is going to save you from the wrath and eternal suffering, the wrath of Almighty God and eternal suffering, is the precious blood of Jesus Christ, putting your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ. But sadly, in this generation, many people hear of Jesus Christ. They think he's a fairy tale. They don't think the Bible is true. And someday, if they die in their sin without coming to faith in Christ, they will stand before him and they will truly see how real he truly is. And the last thing they will hear from him is, Away from me, I never knew you. But as we look at all these things happening on the earth, I am well aware that we are continuing to move towards the return of Christ. But it doesn't mean that even though we know as Christians that we are moving towards the return of Christ, it doesn't mean that we just sit idly by, we let these things happen, and we don't speak out, we don't pray. Jesus told us to watch and to pray until he returns. And since COVID in March of 2020, I've been more aware of the biblical foundation of America, about our founding fathers, their biblical worldview, our founding fathers being men of prayer, and Satan just simply des desires to destroy this nation. And, and the law of the land is the Constitution. But those that are godless, 
those that hate God and his ways. They desire to not only destroy the Constitution, but destroy this nation. And what they are really after is they are after removing religious freedom, and they're after removing liberty. And really, what we are dealing with now is we are dealing with tyranny. During the beginning of this nation, our founding fathers dealt with the tyranny of Great Britain. But now we are dealing with a tyranny within our nation from the progressive, socialist, neo-Marxist movement that is satanically influenced and desires to destroy this nation. And ultimately, our battle is not against flesh and blood. Our battle is against principalities and powers in the heavenlies. We as the body of Christ must understand the authority we have. We must understand everything we have in Christ. We must turn our hearts and our minds to the Lord in prayer. And so tonight I want to, as I said, this prayer is for Joe Biden and the leadership of our nation at every level, at the local, state, and national level. And tonight it is focused on wicked rulers. It is focused on wicked people that are in positions of authority. God knows their heart. God knows those whose hearts are open to salvation, and God knows those whose hearts are conscience as seared as a hot iron. And what I would encourage you tonight, as you listen with me, is to join me in prayer. And I would encourage you to pray this every day over this nation, because the Lord says where two or more agree on anything it is done, where two or more gather together, He is there. There's incredible power and agreement. And if the body of Christ, if we would unite under the banner in the name of Jesus Christ, the authority we have in Christ, and keep our hearts our minds fixed upon Christ, that if we come together, we unite, and we unite in prayer, there are mighty things that God will do in our midst. But we have to get away from trying to win the world by appealing to the world. We have to preach the gospel. The purpose of the gospel and the work of the gospel is this. It either challenges and convicts a person to salvation, or it causes a person to reject it and it offends. There's no middle ground with the gospel. And we have to stop trying to soften the gospel to somehow make it appealing to those in this generation. We just have to simply preach the simplicity of the gospel. What people do with it is not our job. It's not our responsibility. When the gospel is preached, it is up to those who hear what they do with it. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to salvation. When a person comes to salvation, it is a work of the Spirit of God within them. The Spirit of God, the, the will of God is sovereign. And God has given man free will, but that free will that God has given unto man, it is man responding to the invitation of Almighty God. So tonight I want to, uh, again, I want to thank you for joining me, and I would just encourage you now at this time to join me in this prayer and let us always remember the king that we serve. Let us remember the authority we have. Let us remember that though there is a very wicked man who sits on the position of authority in America, that ultimately Jesus Christ is in control. And again, like I said, as I begin to pray, this may sound a little different than what you're used to in listening to people pray. But it's important to always know that God desires to hear our hearts. Not that we would make our prayers sound nice or eloquent, but that we would just simply pray from our hearts. So please join me now as we pray. 
Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, I come before you. And Father, tonight, I pray over America. I pray over the heart and the mind of Joe Biden. I pray, Father God, over the heart and the mind of those in leadership at the local, state, and national level. And Father, tonight, you know the heart and the mind of every leader in this nation. Father, I pray that your will would be done in every decision, every step, every leader that arises. Father, I pray that your perfect righteousness and justice would flood this nation. Father, I pray that the hearts of the wicked, Lord, the hearts of the wicked would turn to you. Father, the conviction of the Holy Spirit would fill their hearts. Father, they would come to the understanding of salvation in you, Lord God, and the Father, they would give their hearts, their lives to you in the name of Jesus. But Father, you know their hearts. You know, Lord God, whether their hearts are able to be softened or not. Father, you know how wicked these people are and you see the things that they do. And Father, I pray that your righteousness, your justice, your mighty hammer would shatter this nation. It would shatter the halls of leadership. It would shatter the, the, the seat of the president. It would shatter the cabinet. It would shatter every aspect of this nation. Father, I pray that your justice would be poured out upon the nation of America without measure. Now, Father, I pray that you would see the blood of the unborn in our land, that you would hear the cries of the victims of human trafficking, that, Father, I pray that the armies of heaven would be loosed upon this nation, and that, Father, that you would shake everything that can be shaken. Father, I pray that in this hour, those who will not respond to your mercy and your grace, that, Father, that you would deal with them in your righteousness and justice. That, Father, your throne is built upon the pillars of righteousness and justice. And Lord, I pray for the souls of the leadership of our nation. I pray for their salvation. I pray, Father God, that, Lord, if their hearts are able to be changed, that you would change their hearts, Lord God. But, Father, if their hearts are unable to be changed, remove them from office and put in their place those who would heed the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Father God, tonight I pray that your grace and mercy would be bestowed upon America. Father, I pray that every plan and every purpose that you put in the heart of George Washington, every plan, every purpose that you put in the heart, Lord God, of Abraham Lincoln, every purpose you put in the heart of Patrick Henry and Thomas Jefferson and so many others, O oh God, if, Father, those purposes, those plans would be accomplished in this nation. Father, I pray that as a, as a generation in this day, that we would pray, Father, without ceasing. That, Father God, that we would seek your face. Father, may we watch, may we pray. Father God, speak to our hearts and how you want us to pray. But, Father God, I pray that you would expose every ounce of darkness and wickedness. Father God, I pray that, Lord, your mighty hand would move in this nation, O oh God. That you would tear down and uproot wicked rulers and leaders. And that, Father, that you would raise up men and women who fear you, men and women who love you, and men and women who walk with wisdom and understanding. Father, tonight I thank you for hearing us. I thank you for your grace, love, and mercy. I thank you, Father God, for all that you do, and I pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Well, guys, I want to thank you tonight for joining the uh, Father's Heart Podcast. I want to encourage you to subscribe. Uh, Feel free to share this if you so feel led. And I just always pray that everything that is shared with you here, that it blesses you, it it encourages you, and it challenges you. challenges you to live for Christ every day. And um, again, the Father's Heart Podcast is a part of the Father's Heart, which is a church located in upstate New York. My name is Dave Campbell, Jr. I'm the lead pastor there. And um, again, God bless you guys.